Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine Podcast Radio. You're about to listen to a new episode of Audio Signals. Get ready to take a journey into the known, the unknown, and everything in between. Recorded at no specific point in time nor space, ITSP Magazine's co-founders Marco Cipelli and Sean Martin follow their passion and curiosity as they venture away from the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society to discover new stories worth being told. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. All right, everybody, this is Audio Signal Podcast with me, Marco Cipelli. If you're watching the video, you see there is another person with me. It's Simon, Simon Chu. I hope that that's how I should pronounce it. I should have asked you before I started, actually, about how to <laughs> pronounce it. It's always the number one mistake. That's podcast. I know. <laughs> I know, but when your first ling- language is not English, you just say, oh, yeah, sorry, that's that's why I get away with a murder. But anyway, what, how you pronounce it, Simon? Uh, it's Chow, but I think that some people Chow. pronounce okay. it Chu. Okay. I think both work, but I, 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 my family calls it Chow. Chow, so, okay, Chow. so it's Chow. So if somebody called you in the street, you're going to turn either or. Like, it doesn't matter either which or. last name. All right, sounds good. Yeah. So... This is a good way to start because as people can probably understand and they know about me, I don't like to have plan. I don't like Q&A. When people ask me what are the questions on the podcast, I freak out because I really don't want to do that. I just want to have a cool conversation. And one thing that happened, exactly, that is very easy. It's when you have another person that does podcast. So it's kind of like, you know, who's going to drive what? Like, are you going to be... The one answering questions, or you're going to be the one asking questions? But I'm podcast? excited about this. What? Yeah, right. I'm just Isn't hearing that, about it now. Now, is this <laughs> on this planet, or where is it from? So my podcast is from the future. It's from <laughs> it's from a land far away. Uh, no, so so. It's funny. I this is actually my second. I have two podcasts. My first podcast I started in 2020. Like most people, when COVID, when COVID started, it was hard to connect with people. Uh, I was a at the time I was a CEO of a job board, local job board in Canada, and they used to run a lot of events, you know, with uh, big companies. I'm just throwing out names: PayPal, Best Buy, IBM, Amazon. You know big companies that used to post their jobs on our job board. And we have a, you know, hundreds of thousands of job candidates. They used to do a lot of events to connect the two groups together. And when, when COVID happened, we could, all of the events ended. We couldn't meet in person anymore. We tried doing some virtual meetings, but it just wasn't the same, right? So then I said, well, how can I, how can I still provide value to job seekers? How can I still get re- representation and branding from the companies virtually and obviously podcasting it was growing at the time it was easy enough i just had to buy a mic so i just started recording and 80 episodes later i decided to start my second podcast that's the one that that that, you know marketing on mars that's the one where Mm -hmm. we talk about uh, marketing with ceos c cmos and founders we can talk more about that later 
And I did already 60 episodes of that. So in total, 140 episodes of podcasting. It's been crazy three years. Does it feel like it? So many? Oh, man. It's, it feels like forever ago, but also it feels like <laughs> just yesterday. I still right? remember my very first episode and how freaking nervous I was. I planned every single line to say because I was so nervous. And then it just didn't feel real. So then after after 40 episodes, I decided to say, you know what? No more scripts. And that's exactly why I really resonate with what you said. Now my podcast have no scripts, nothing. Um, we just have fun. And I think that's what podcasts are supposed to be. You know, I, I agree with you. And this is exactly for people that have been following me on Audio Signals. I already had a few conversations with podcasters, which happen to be people that have a show on ITSP magazine. So I already know them, but I I just want to hear the why and the how and sometimes get geeky if they want to with what microphone you're using and that kind of stuff, but mostly why you do it, right? And so I think with you, that you also have a background in marketing, we can have some fun with that as well. But again, no script. But I want to start with like, you know, this fact that the first few episodes you thought it was going to be one way and then it's like that's that's not me right i mean i think some people like to follow the script they like to be very structured but i don't like to hear myself podcasts for example that are that structured i want people having fun i want to hear a real conversation so i don't know is that what you figure it well, out look, that's that's what you like well look at look at the best think about the top in any podcast, I'm, I'm going to talk about business podcasts because I'm in the world of business and marketing. Think about the top marketing and business podcasts out there. You got like The Hustle, which got sold to HubSpot for like $100 million or something like that. You got My First Million, My First Millionaire. You got um, Digital Marketers podcast. And you got The All In podcast, which is right now the number one podcast uh, in, in business in the business they get like 200 or 300,000 views on on YouTube per episode which is insane right and you, you you listen to them and none of them are scripted it's just two friends or four friends in the case of all uh, all in podcasts two or four friends just talking totally unscripted and they're just talking about business and marketing and that's just so cool. And that's why people want to listen to it. Today, we literally hopped on five minutes before we clicked record. <laughs> we said hi. We talked about where, you know, we talked about the weather and everything. And then we started recording. And I think that's, you know, the, the, the genuine feeling. You, you cannot, you can't fake real conversations. You just can't do that. And that's yeah. what I love about podcasting. I love that. So one thing that I do quite a bit is maybe because of my background as you in marketing and branding, mostly branding, and we could talk about the difference between the two if we, <laughs> we want to. But you know, personal branding, people often say, you know, how should I represent my product? How should I represent myself? And I'm like, you know, the easiest, honestly, is to be yourself. So I do the same thing now with podcasts. It's like, what, could, what should I talk about? And uh, who should I try to be? I'm like, don't try to be anyone because you're going to get bored with that. So I think people can read through the line and feel the passion or both what you're passionate about and 
who you are really. So how long can you fake it? That's that's I guess a good point. Maybe you can fake it for like you can technically fake it forever. Right? It's tough but though. It's tiring. You're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to build real relationships that way cuz uh, imagine I'm faking who I am, Marco. You, you meet me for the first time and you think that I'm one way and then we go out and grab a beer and I'm completely different. Well, what is that going to do for your experience with Simon? Who's the real Simon and what does he want? If he's faking this so much on podcasts, he might be faking in other areas. Why would I want to do business with someone who's a, who's a fake? Exactly. Yep. Just rather just show up as yourself. Um, my style is very casual, um, chill, relaxed. Even when I talk about very complicated topics on my show, on Marketing on Mars, I only interview CMOs, CEOs, and founders of companies with 30 to $300 million in revenue. So they're all very high level marketers, very experienced marketers. Uh, we've had like big companies like CMO Stack Overflow come on our show. They're like a $2 billion company. Um, and we talk about very complicated topics, but I like to break, tone things down in the formality. I'm very, I'm very casual when I speak, but I understand all the, all the, all the, um, you know, all the different criteria, all the different areas and all the, you know, I know, I, I know all the lingo and everything, but I like to dumb things down because in my, in my everyday life, in this re remote world that we live in, I'm just myself all the time. I'm just yeah. me. I don't need yeah. to be a formal Simon in front of my, my colleagues or, who are halfway across the world. I can just be myself. And I, I would prefer to show up as myself at work rather than a more formal version of Simon. I'm just going to be Simon, whether I'm at work, whether I'm at home, whether I'm hanging out with my friends, just always just be myself. And I think that's so much easier to live life that way. Yeah. It is easier, and I think people really love that, right? I mean, obviously, you watch a movie, there is an actor that's his job, her job is to be someone else. But in this case, you're, you're learning something, you want to know it, who really these people are. Now, I, I, what I want to know is <laughs> why the name marketing <laughs> on Mars? Because I like, I like NASA, I like space. I like branding. I like marketing, podcasting, and I'm like, why are you, why are you having this podcast about marketing on Mars? Yeah, that's interesting. That's a very good question, and I'm sorry to disappoint you. There's no, <laughs> there's no reason. There's no, there's no reason. Um, I'm a big, you know, I'm not paid to say this, but I'm a huge believer in, um, in like Tesla, SpaceX, and just the future of where we're going, like potentially, um, you know, exploration in space. Like I'm very bullish on that. And I think there's, there's more to life than what we see right now. Um, and so I've always been, you know, I, I'm a stockholder for, um, for, for Tesla and I just love everything that they're doing. Maybe that is the reason why it became market on Mars, but also, you know, space and everything is, it's, it's really, it's a hot topic, right? It's a hot topic right now. So I honestly, and also the other thing is I wanted, you know, as marketers, you always want double. I don't know what it's called, but when you have two letters back to back marketing and Mars, you know, the, the two M's just look good. And then mm -hmm. it turns out, it turns out when you, 
when you take all the when you create an acronym for marketing on mars it's mom m-o-m yep. it's mom I, I it's the mom pod, podcast so there's so <laughs> many things like it all just kind of came together literally and and then uh, I'll, I'll tell you the kicker about it later um but uh after after we came up with the name then we then we found the hook afterwards everything came afterwards it wasn't like this master plan that came together and that's why we grew it was just like one thing after another we just kept testing different things our team is really really smart i'm really happy with my team and we're constantly testing different things and yeah there's no like there's no like really smart brilliant answer that i have for you <laughs> I, I i like that yeah. you know let, let, let's talk a little bit about marketing like I, you don't know how many time i it's probably actually you've been asked that i i started my own advertising agency many years ago in uh, in Florence, Italy, where I'm from. And, you know, at the beginning, this was pre-internet, really. The beginning of the internet. It was like 96, right? I mean, we still wow. printed stuff uh, for real. The, right? I know. I'm old. So, but the point <laughs> is, I will have people come in to me and be like, I want a really cool logo. And I want a really cool name. It's like Creative yeah. Boutique. It's like, and I'm like, okay, uh, like what? It's like, like. I want a cool logo like Nike. And I would ask, do you think it's a cool logo because it's actually a cool logo, objectively a cool logo, or is it a cool logo because it's a cool company and you're just saying, it's Nike. Right? Yeah. So what comes first? I do like the idea, like, I'm just going to call it this. I like it. And then we will find the reason later. So I don't know. You, yeah. you talk marketing a lot. That, do you have an opinion on, on these? Like, do we just build this fantastic brand? Like if it was all like scheduled from day one, perfectly made yeah. and thinking everything or you just grow as an entity on its own? Well, you, you said it in your, in your question, which I really love. Is the Nike logo good because of Nike or is Nike good because of the Nike logo? And I think the answer is it's because of Nike, because mm -hmm. uh, there was a new show that came out recently, and I don't know when you're gonna re release this episode, but it might be a little outdated by then. But there's a new show that talks about the growth of Nike. It's called Air, and uh, it's a movie actually, and how Nike overcame Converse and Adidas. When Nike first came into the scene, they were not the biggest. Converse actually dominated the scene. They were like 60% market share. Nike, when they first start, when they started, they were a smaller, much smaller company. They didn't have the huge market share that they have now today. So it wasn't like they were a household name right off the bat. And it's not like the person that designed the logo could foresee the entire, you know, hundred year future of Nike. There's no way. A, right. a logo is just a logo. It, it is what you make out of it. And and obviously the logo is important because people recognize you for it. And, and the check is a brilliant brilliant logo and don't get me wrong it was an awesome logo but even if you had uh even if you had a different logo like apple's logo was just an apple and like it, people don't don't remember this probably but like apple wasn't always the biggest computer company in the world like they were competing against the likes of ibm and microsoft and it was like a battle for and dell was up there as well but apple kept innovating and they kept doing, they had, they just kept coming up with cool products. And that is what makes Apple's product the way it is. It's not related to the logo. So 
Yeah, I agree with you. Like, if you're just starting out, don't worry. Don't spend 40 days or 50 <laughs> days on a logo. Just throw a logo on. You can change it over time. Your logo might change over time as well, and it's okay. What's important is the value. That What is your product? What value are you creating and giving to other people? Or if it's not a product, if it's a service, same thing. What's What value is your service giving to other people? Is it saving people time, right? Is it helping people make more money? Is it saving people money? Like, what are you doing for other people? And think about that value. That matters so much more than your logo. I absolutely agree. The why behind the company. And if you why? stick with your, if you stick with, if you, if you actually walk in that talk, because if there is one thing nowadays that you can't really hide and it goes back to, are you faking it or are you really being yourself is the company. I mean, you can tell me who you are, but it's going to come out. I think actually Jeff Bezos well, says, you know, your brand is what your company, what people say your company is when you're not mm -hmm. in the room. I think mm -hmm. it's pretty, you know, exactly. pretty, pretty strong right there. So tell yeah, me, what tell are me people your remembering why. you for? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me your Explain. why. So you, you said you started the podcast because of the pandemic and you thought it was a good idea, but you know, what was the reason that inspired just to keep the relationship going to reach a wider audience? I mean, what's your passion yeah. that is driving you to record 80, hundreds episodes one after another and don't get bored with it? Yeah. So it changed over time. Like, like I said, I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't have a, like the logo. I didn't have like a, this light bulb moment three years ago and I foresaw my whole future for four years. The reason why I did my podcast in day one was very different from when I from why I do podcasting in day four hundred, and it's very different from why I do podcasting now. So, in, very briefly, when I first started the podcast episode one, the reason was to connect with uh, the employers that post their jobs on our job board and connect and give good advice to the job seekers. That was day one. After eighty episodes, and when I paused the first podcast, I started Market on Mars. I think it was like call it day 500, right, of my journey. Day 500, I've already had 80 episodes under the belt. And I've already, and now COVID already ended. So we can all meet in person now. So there, there was, my, my, my why has changed. My why at day 500 was more to connect with more founders and CEOs uh, and CMOs so I can be a better leader myself. That was my why at that time. Because after 80 episodes, I met so many CEOs and so many founders and so many CMOs. I'm like, they're so smart. What if I can have a, a podcast where I just interview these people so I can be a better leader myself? That was my why. So that was day 500. Fast forward to today. Now we're on episode 60. We've recorded 60 episodes in 10 months. Now my why is a little bit different as well. My why is still to connect with CMOs, CEOs, and founders, but... Now I want to, now that I've learned so much about how to be a good CXO slash founder, I want to now give back to the community. I want to connect people. So I use my podcast as, as a kind of like a personal branding exercise. A lot of people are seeing my, on, on my LinkedIn, my LinkedIn gets about 10 or 12,000 impressions per post now, mostly because of my podcast, but because of that, because of that, I can connect with the community. So I have a community just to connect with other founders locally. I have a community just to connect with other HR people in tech locally. And I have a community just to connect with other tech professionals locally. 
And then I have a fourth, um, a fourth community just connect with LinkedIn content creators because LinkedIn has been so good to me in my journey in the last two years that I want to give back to other people that are just starting and help them grow their LinkedIn profile as well. So my journey has changed a lot. Talk to me three years ago. I never even posted a single post on LinkedIn. I didn't have a community or anything. I didn't have a, my purpose was very different and your purpose will change over time. But it all started with one thing, which is I just always wanted to give value to people. The, the mission does change over time, but at the end of the day, like provide value, like what you said, like what are you doing for other people? And when you, when you, when you live life through that lens, it's just, it's just powerful. Like the, the life, life gives back to you like 20 times what you give to other people. It's like, it, it's been like a huge growing journey and it all started with podcasting for me. That's why I love, I'm like a huge supporter of podcasts. I love that. I, I agree with you with everything you said. And I, I think it's very humble and very smart when people say, look, I, I can be flexible. Like I didn't foresee where I was going, but I'm ready to adapt. Like, especially with technology nowadays, I think like you have to. I mean, and you said this about the logo, like back in the days, people would tell you, no, you can't change your logo is forever. I mean, forever. just to do a little <laughs> A little change of shadow on, I don't know, a Coca-Cola logo. It would have been like... How dare you? Yeah, are you crazy? How can you I do know. that? <laughs> and spend a lot of money in market research just to change a tiny bit. And then they all screwed up anyway. You know, like when they did, they actually changed their logo. It was horrible. But but that's that reflect, I think, who you are. And being like, you know, like we can we can make mistake maybe we can grow we can get better we can do it better and i think it's a it's an important thing so when you have this conversation with your this cmo founder founders and and people i guess investors as well do you you say you learn from them you become a better founder yourself anyone that really made a big difference in your life? I mean, you don't need to tell me the name. <laughs> you don't need to throw a name. But like, was like some really big revelation? They're like, damn it, I never really thought that way. Maybe so in many. the industry. Yeah. It's so many. I like, honestly, I learned, I learned a little bit from everybody. Um, and, and, you know, like, even when you read books, right? When you read books, when you read the book the first time, you learn something. You read the same book two years later, you learn something completely different. It's a completely different, it feels like a completely different book. So I've interviewed 60, probably over 80 now, over 80 CEOs and, and CMOs and founders um, across two of my platform, uh, my podcasts. And are they in a specific I mean, every industry? Every single one is different. Yeah. Are they in a specific industry? I mean, are you focusing on, I don't know, tech or are they from, different walk of life and different products slash services. I'm just curious to, to know that. Yeah. Yeah. All over, all over yeah. the place. Okay. I, I've interviewed people from, like I interviewed one of the largest manufacturing companies, like, uh, like equipment manufacturing equipment companies in Canada. I think they do about, Oh my God, I'm going to butcher this like over a billion dollars in revenue. Uh, per year and they're publicly traded they're a huge huge company i interviewed the ceo uh of that company so that's like manufacturing and then 
go all the way to Stack Overflow, which is a fully tech remote world uh, uh, workforce. And you know, 50% of developers use more than 50%, like something like 60% of all developers use Stack Overflow every single day. It's like, it's like the Google or Reddit for developers. So um, like all the way from, like we had Alo Yoga on the show and uh, you know, they sell yoga apparel. And then we have Aventin, one of the largest e-bike manufacturers and, and sellers in, in the US. They do $300 million per year in revenue. She, uh, the CMO came on our show and, and the list goes on. Like every single time I talk to someone, I learn something different. But also the same. But when you learn it, all right, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's, let's it's, go there. Like is I, there is there like a thread, like a line that kind of make you think, like, wow, okay, every successful a founder has, I don't know, this vision or this way of thinking of, I mean, a common thread yes. that you you found. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. What I found in common with all these 80 CXOs and founders that I've met, they're all very, hmm, how do I say this? They're all very, they're flexible. Like maybe not at the onset, but they're always open to change and they're always learning at least the most successful ones. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm, interviewing only successful people that's that's not what i'm like that's not what i'm saying that they're, they're they're in the beginning i interviewed a lot of companies that were you know zero to ten million dollars uh, you know maybe one to ten million dollars like smaller companies but now as the podcast grew bigger companies wanted to come on the show and so i need to support these like at least the most successful people that i've uh, that i've interviewed on the show yeah all very flexible and open to change and just like constantly adapting and then like just learning. They're always learning. I just interviewed a CMO of a company. Um, not going to name any names or company, but the, uh, the company is huge. One of the largest um, providers for like security, like online security. They, they do $300 million per year in revenue. And I interviewed the CMO. You can throw the name. Me, yeah. Um, uh, the, the company is Ping Identity. Uh, so yeah, I know that. So spoke with their CMO and uh, he, he says he only goes to two conferences per year. One, if he's lucky. And he will only go to a conference if he can learn something because he's still wanting to learn. And this is a guy that's like super experienced and, and, and uh, been around and have done, uh, has just like, he's so experienced in marketing and sales. And he's still wanting to learn, uh, which is incredible. So humbling. And, and it makes me think about my life in a different lens. Um, I've always known this already. Like, you know, you can, I've always known this. I have a mentor that tells me as soon as you think you know everything, that's when, that, that's when you know nothing. And um, when I talk to all these people and, and they, they humble me every single time. And it just, it, I live my life so differently now versus three years ago when I, when I just first started my podcast journey, because I just know that there's a million things for me to learn. I love that. I can, you know, I can see myself into that too, although I'm 
older than you, but I every time I talk to someone, I I just learn. I mean, even if I throw my opinion, it doesn't matter. You never know enough, right, about anything. And and I I I like to think everything from a philosophical perspective, which is always make you doubt everything that you actually know. So I think when you brought the example of the mentor that told you that you know you. <laughs> You can you just learn that you don't know enough. That's very Confucius <laughs> to think about in, yeah. in that term, right? So learning. Yeah, and like for example, you've been doing I, ITSP magazine for like seven, eight seven years, almost yeah. eight year, almost eight years now. Um, podcasting, media, different channels have changed a lot in the last eight years, and you're just constantly evolving, right? Like Absolutely. TikTok didn't exist eight years ago. I mean, it did, but it wasn't so big. And like Instagram was the biggest thing, and now it kind of went downhill a little bit. Facebook was the number one platform, and now it's like nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Snapchat came and disappeared. Like it's just constantly changing. MySpace. You don't even remember MySpace, my bro. <laughs> bro, I don't. I yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember MySpace. That, that's another age. That's completely different age. <laughs> That's that's prehistoric, pre-Facebook, prehistoric. No, I I I think it's this changes again. I mean, I I can see like the 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 thread, the common thread of our conversation. I think everything comes back to change. We started with the logo, with you changing the way, the why, you know, five hundred hours or days or two hundred days, and now we're still talking about change and be humble being flexible i think that's that's the key i think it's a good it's a good way to be when you do this job because if you're interviewing people what are you gonna go there and just show off that you already know all that shit because <laughs> that's not gonna go well with your audience right <laughs> i don't think it's i don't think it's good like i i, I went to an event i went to several events recently and you know you probably go to events as well, um, and like there's always these guest panels, like expert mm -hmm. people that talk in front of, in front of an audience. And, and I'm just like, man, if I wanted to listen to if I wanted to listen to someone speak, I would have just been on YouTube. You know, <laughs> I would just go on YouTube, and I can and I can listen to really like the best and the best in the world, like talk, and I can pause it if I want to cook some instant noodles. Or I can pause it and go pick up some mail. Or I can pause it and go use the washroom. But in an in-person guest panel, I cannot pause. There's no pause button. And I got to sit and listen to an hour when there's so many people in the room to, to meet, right? You go to events to meet people. And that's actually why the reason why I started doing my community events and started doing a lot of networking stuff. I don't know if you've seen my LinkedIn. Yeah, I actually, like I did. I was going to ask you about that. Like, you know, there is the, the 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 global stage, which is the YouTube, the LinkedIn. I mean, your connection all over the world. But then there is the community, which I was going to ask you how important it is for you to be out there with everybody in the world that can see you and listen to you, but also still this need to get that local event going at the bar and be, I don't know, 25 people and really connect one-on-one? Yeah. -on -one? Like, how, how yeah. important well, look, is that for you? Yeah, well, look, I do both, right? Like, I, I do my virtual yeah. events. I, I meet with I meet with LinkedIn, uh, LinkedIn content creators once a month. Last Tuesday of each month, we meet. Last one, we had about 23 people. 
uh, show up. And this one, we already have 47, 49 people on the guest list. So it's going to be about 40 people all around the world that create content on LinkedIn. We're just going to meet and just talk about your business, your biggest challenges, and why you do what you do. Kind of like what you did with this podcast, right? Episode. But you're right. The in-person stuff, you can't replace it. The in-person stuff is like, just, it brings me so much joy. I started my very first, actually, it was because of my podcast. Look, everything comes back to my podcast. Um, I, I interviewed about 20 founders locally, uh, this, this new podcast, Marketing on Mars. And then, and then I just messaged about six of them. And I said, hey, do you guys want to grab a beer? Because this was like 2022, COVID kind of officially ended, and everyone is going back to their normal life. So I'm like, let's grab a beer. Six of us grabbed the beer, and it was super fun. We talked about so many different topics. And then uh, we, we just had this idea like, wait, you know two founders, you know two founders, you know two founders. Why don't we, everyone grab like a couple of founders and let's do another one next next week. We did another one, 12 founders came up. And from 12 founders grew to 20, 20 grew to 30. And just last Thursday, we did one with 35 founders in a room. And um, just like no guest panels, no keynotes. No sponsors, just founders. You pay for your own drinks, you pay for your own food, and just founders meeting other founders, and like the best conversations. And I make sure to, and I and I and I cut it in a way where every single founder gets at least five to eight different conversations with other founders. And I can tell you more of the details later. But um, and then from that, I'm like, you know, why do I limit myself just with founders? What about all these job candidates that I have that I have access to on BC Jobs? They want to connect with other people and learn how to become a better job candidate. So I did a job candidate happy hour on Tuesday and about 70 people came out to that. And then just yesterday we did a, a HR happy hour and about 110 people came to that happy hour. And so like the communities are growing and my whole thing is as a host, I need to make, I need to make the event not about me. I just bring the people together and I have to get the hell out of the way. I'm not going to speak for five minutes or 10 minutes. I'm going to force you to, have to listen to me. If you want to learn about me, you can go on my LinkedIn. And my LinkedIn, you can learn everything about me that you have to almost. But I just want to bring people in a room and just let them talk, mix and mingle. Here, this person, you meet this person and just allow people to really connect. That's really cool. And I, I think you need to be a, some kind of a, a, a born connector even to have podcasts because you can't be too reserved. You, you need to like to talk to people and more often than others. I mean, I like to organize panels uh, where we talk about a topic. Usually it's people that I've interviewed or they I've been on their <clears> show or, I mean, it is, yeah, it's not real life, but again, I'm actually supported that digital life is real life. It's different, it is real. but it's real. It's real. I mean, big time. It's real. <laughs> it's totally real. Very I mean, real. I went for the first time back to an event, and it's probably the word, one of those that you're uh, the CMO. You talk about pink identity it was RSA conference San Francisco. It was oh. three weeks ago, and uh, I finally made it back. We were media partner, and it was amazing to finally be back with cool. the community, even if it's people I maybe interview three days before. But there is that feeling. But honestly, I felt like I already knew them. Even if I never met them, but after I talked to you for 40 minutes, 
I mean, there is a connection. It may not be a fist bump sure. or maybe a beer, but I mean, we got to talk as. I mean, we, we can. I have, I have a few beers in my fridge. <laughs> we can definitely. Still I have water. A I have a sparkly water, but it looks like a beer. Now, listen, I, I want to ask you the last question, which is um, what's going to be your next change? Like you, you say, you in your next why, your next change. I mean, do you have maybe other conversation that you want to start tackling, other topics that you're passionate about, and maybe you'll just start another podcast. I don't know. Um, anything in your radar wow. that that kind of inspire you now? Um, my next thing, and I haven't really talked about this publicly too much. I've just been thinking about it a lot. It's just like. I do a lot virtually with my CMOs and founders all over North America. And we built good relationships virtually on my podcast, but I would love to do like a bring everyone together on my podcast in person one day. Hmm. It would be my dream. And I would, I don't know how I would do it, where it would be because they're all over the world. We have, we have C-suites and founders in New York, California, San Francisco, Nashville, Phoenix, just all over uh, U.S. and even Canada, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. Where are we going to bring everyone? Are we bringing everyone to Mexico or bring everyone to uh, Napa Valley? Like, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to bring everyone. But if I can do that in the next, like, 12 months, it would be, like, it would just be a dream for me. Because I've, I've interviewed everyone. I've spoke, spoken with everyone. Everyone's doing such cool things. It would be cool to bring everyone in the room where they can connect and chat. But um, no. that will be some whiles away because I've never done that yet. All right. Yeah. Well, if, if you can do it, I think will be pretty big because it's very hard. It sounds like a, a conference that is not really a conference, but it's just a get-together. I'm going to yeah, suggest the metaverse. I'm going to suggest I the know. metaverse, but it's probably not going to I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just I know. kidding. I, I, I know. It would defeat the purpose, right? I know, it but it's purpose, not But the there same. are so many. There's so many uh, already out there. And if I do that, it'll just be another, hey, me too. Um, and my, <laughs> my whole thing is like, my whole thing is connecting people with, pe with other people. So if it's not going to work out, then it's not going to work out. But if there's a lot of interest, then I would love to do it. Um, but we'll have to see. Maybe on Mars. Maybe on Mars. Take us. Elon, if you're listening to this. <laughs> well, first you got to put the big uh, the big rocket up for real, but it's it's working on it. Listen, Simon, I, I really was looking forward for this. I know that I, I had to reschedule with you from last week. This is going to no go live, uh, relatively soon. I mean, publish relatively soon. And it was a pleasure. I wish you the best of luck for anything you do. I mean, I really enjoyed to have this honest conversation, Dang. completely unscript again. No, nothing. <laughs> Literally, like, we had no idea. We had no nothing, idea what nothing. we were going to talk about. And, yeah, and yet, I really hope that our audience got to listen to it, to spend a good 38 minutes, having a good time, maybe learning something, having some questions in their head. That's what I feel like. It's successful if you have more questions now than when you started listening to this, we did something good. So Audio Signal Podcast, subscribe, share, and of course, listen to Connect with Simon that we link in the notes. Uh, 
to your podcast, to your LinkedIn profile, and uh, hopefully you will make this big meeting somewhere in the world or in the solar system become reality. So thank you, Simon, very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Audio Signals. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society, and some even beyond that.